You are listening to the Confidence Chronicles podcast, episode number 60. Hola, hola. It's your girl Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start reclaiming your confidence. Start standing in your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. I am here to remind you I'm a confidence coach and I'm a bold stand for confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hola, 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 hola. Buenos dias. Welcome back. How the heck are you, peoples? If you are listening to this one, it probably means you're a mama. So, hey girl, how are you doing? Motherhood is full on, and I just want to let you know that I think you're fucking amazing, and you're awesome, and you're doing a great job, and stop giving yourself a hard time, because man, we can be hard on ourselves. Let me tell you what, I I just said to my husband yesterday, because I'm very aware of everything that's going on, and I catch myself in moments where I could be mother-guilting where I could be indulging in guilt and mom guilt, right? And I said to him last night, I was like, man, I don't give these kids any veggies. Like, I haven't given my children veggies. Like, my firstborn wasn't interested. And then we ramped up time and we just got busier with the second one. And he used to eat everything. And then he got to a funny point where he just wanted to eat, like, shit. Like, chocolates and biscuits and always in the cupboard. The baby, right? He's like almost two. And because he didn't have eczema or any kind of food allergies, I kind of have just given him stuff. Anyway, long story short, he doesn't eat veggies. And I was like, I could try to make him veggies. It's hard work right now. And it sounds horrible. But like, if I was anybody else, I'd be like, I'm a horrible mother because I'm not giving him veggies and he should be eating broccoli and it's my fault and blah, blah, blah. And I just watched myself not do it but caught the fact that I could do that and it would make no sense because the reality is our life is busy it's crazy we've got someone at times making us food I give him everything I can but yes I'm not steaming broccoli and carrots and cauliflower every night sitting there with him trying to make him eat it and that may just not be my jam he may you know that may just not happen for us and I didn't eat veggies till I was like 17 I had sushi and then I started eating veggies and is it good or bad it's like listen that's what it is you chose me dude you know and I and I put it on myself but my husband's also the same he could offer him veggies he doesn't do it so why should it be all on me so there's this whole thing that like we give ourselves such a hard time as to how we mother our children and how we parent and listen whatever time they go to bed they go to bed if you can feed them fucking great you should feed them you know like do your best like that is all you can do you can't be killing yourself and giving yourself a hard time because it really doesn't help does that make sense and so I choose not to do that I actually catch myself where my mind wants to try to do it and I'm like nah girl we ain't doing that like no I'm not letting you do that so just want to give it up to you if you're a mom out there if you're a parent you know like you're doing a fucking awesome job like you really are give yourself a break it is a tough place and if you run a business or if you work or anything else you got going on my goodness me it's crazy so today's episode is all about being sexy and motherhood and i'm gonna have a beautiful guest on the podcast in about a week and a half 
I've talked about it before and I'm going to ask her to go into this because she it does it best. She's the one that's teaching me, um, Angela. But really, I really wanted to talk to you today about, and I did a Q&A Tuesday on this on my Instagram account, uh, Q&A Tuesday. It's all about loving your body and finding your sexy self in motherhood. So if you want to watch the video, please go over to Instagram, the queen of confidence on Instagram and check it out. Here's the thing. I, I had two kids. I had one, you know, I was a sexy bitch before children. I still am, but I was really sexy before children. And I had my first son. I gained heaps of weight as you know, like that's what happens. I had a cesarean and I could not wait to work out. I fucked myself because I worked out too soon. Didn't listen to my husband. Why would I listen to my husband? I don't know. He's just the best trainer in Melbourne. And I ended up getting a hernia. So I, my body was just really struggling, my back, everything. And I was really hard on my body physically, like how I looked. I totally was um, not what I thought I would be. I was overweight. I just felt soft and jiggly and yuck. I just felt yuck and I wasn't looking after myself. And here's what I want to tell you. After you have a child, this is totally normal. I'm going to go against what most people say. It's like, you know, just look after yourself and rah, rah, rah. Listen, give yourself a fucking break. You had a child, your whole life literally has been flipped on his head, possibly your whole body, your sex life, your relationship, you with who you are, who you used to be versus who you are now. Now you have a child, like sleep, fuck, sleep is gone. Like there's so many things that go different in this period. And I am not going to tell you that because I'm on the other side, like, oh yeah, you know, you just, you just try to be good and be sexy and rah, rah, rah. No. Sometimes you have to be in this shit and suffering to realize, oh, fuck, I need out. I need to get out. Is there a better way? Does that make sense? I think a lot of people skip what they went through and they think, oh, you don't have to do that. Here's the shortcut. And sometimes you need to go through the nasty shit. And in motherhood, there's definitely a period of nasty shit. However long it is for you versus someone else totally different. But let me tell you, I wasn't having sex with my husband when I had my babies. I wasn't like it was for us. It was like, what the fuck did we just do? We just brought a human into our world that was like perfect. And now we don't know what the hell we're doing. And it takes some time for you as an individual and as a couple and as a family to work that out for yourself. So first of all, take, give yourself a break with that, right? Then you start getting into a rhythm. So for us, we had our second baby. I had a miscarriage. I was like obsessed with getting pregnant. That's a whole nother podcast I'm going to talk about. But I was obsessed. Like, and then I had a miscarriage and then that miscarriage ended up being a preg- I mean, a period because then I got pregnant right after that. So our second baby comes to town. So in between that, you can imagine, I'm like, oh, I don't need to lose weight because I'm going to have another baby. Who cares? So that whole who cares about my body, who cares about what I'm eating, who cares? Like, that was not the right mindset that I was having. Does that make sense? Like, I can't be fucked. What's the point? I don't have the time. Who cares? My body's going to get ruined anyway. All of that bullshit that we tell ourselves. It doesn't serve us. I know you know that. But just check yourself because that doesn't help had my second baby oh my god that was full-on crazy town two kids two adults holy hell it was insane so for that whole time that I had Nava again I was like fuck my body and I knew for me I was like we're done I don't want to have any more kids just to this day so you know I don't want to have any more kids so unless we do some you know mother Mary Jesus shit um uh, we ain't having a baby then we will still be fucking but we will not be getting pregnant (laughs) just putting it out there universe no babies my way please we are officially done so I knew I wasn't gonna have any more babies so I'm like right this is the time I can work on my body but now mind you I'm trying to build my business I have a three-month-old you know I've got a toddler my husband worked um, he's he's cut back but he used to work late at night like late nights and I'd be home alone with the kids 
two kids. It's full on. Mothers out there that you know you're like single parenting at night or fathers out there that are single parenting without the mother. It is full on. And then you're trying to get kids to sleep and who's going to cook dinner? Like, really? You got to make dinner now? Like, it's a hot mess. So for this whole time, I wasn't in my sexy. I wasn't in my body. I was literally giving my body and still am to my baby, breastfeeding, sharing energy with this little human who's taking my energy and my body and my, you know, nutrients. And, you know, I love him to death and I've loved breastfeeding both kids. But like literally your energy is taken by another human. Does that make sense? So I'm not in my body. I'm not feeling good. I'm not feeling sexy. And finally, after we started getting the business going, because you can't work on 10 things at once, by the way. So you can't be trying to build a new business, have a new baby, all this money that you're trying to make, do all this shit, do social media, you know, like Q&A Tuesday, have a per- like a podcast, be the best mother ever, fuck your husband and suck his dick and make dinner and like, no, that shit ain't happening. Some things got to drop. And for me, I was like committed to children and business. So you can imagine the pressure that we put on ourselves. So what I want to say to you before we get into how to be more sexy and love your body and where I'm at now and how you can possibly get there. If you are in the middle of just having a baby, you got a newborn, you got a second or third, you're trying to figure this shit out or fourth and you feel frumpalicious and all of that. Like, let me just tell you, give yourself a fucking break. Maybe this podcast and what I'm going to tell you to do isn't for you to do right now. Remember, I'm speaking to general people. This podcast is not like, hey, you, Angela, or hey, you, Silvana, or hey, you, you know, whatever your name is, Kelly, I don't know, whoever's out there listening, Dale, right? Like Dale. Oh my God. I have to tell you about Dale. I love Dale. So I'm speaking to everybody, right? So please know that if this is not you, I don't want you to feel the pressure of what I'm saying. Like, oh my God, I should be here and I'm not, I should be doing this and I'm not, please. I really want to make sure that you don't pressure yourself additionally as to what we already do as mothers and women. But I want to share with you my story because I was in this rut, you know, I wasn't feeling sexy and my husband is like, he's got like a 75 pack, like he owns a gym, he's he's not a fitness guy, he's a fucking athlete, like his mindset is I'm an athlete, so if he doesn't train, he's not living his life, that's his identity, I'm an athlete, right, so he, as an athlete, they don't kind of work out, they, like their life is working out, like he loves working out, it's a part of his life, he loves fitness and gymnastics and he's just a fit as fuck, beautiful 30... How old is he going to be? 38 year old. You know, like he's almost 40 and he's hot as hell. Idris Elba, like to the extreme, (laughs) but fitter, right? So I'm like comparing myself to my husband and thinking that he's thinking I'm not sexy, which is a bunch of bullshit, you guys. Like it's just thoughts in my head. It's not real stuff. He loves me. And yes, of course he would want me to feel better about myself. And when here's the kicker, when you don't feel sexy and when you're not looking after yourself, that is you. That's not that your husband or your partner or your girlfriend or your wife or whoever doesn't think you're sexy. That is you, right? So for me, I wasn't feeling sexy. So of course I wasn't acting sexy. I wasn't looking after myself. I wasn't putting makeup on. I wasn't, I I wasn't giving a fuck. But, but the thing is I needed to not give a fuck at that time. I felt so lost and so exhausted, literally exhausted. So I'm not trying to tell you put on some lipstick and put on some high heels and be sexy for your partner when you're fucking on two hours sleep. Okay. So just get that right. But when you get to the other side, when you get some more time, when you start moving and working and doing things for yourself, then that's when you need to check in with yourself. So where I'm at now my girlfriend Angela has really inspired me because I, in, the, in regards to how I look, because literally I was feeling so fucking frumpy 
and so whatever and I've got I didn't really have clothes to be honest I was like I don't give a fuck I'm not gonna buy anything I don't need to waste money I'm not gonna shop and as soon as I started making a little bit of money in my business this year I was kind of like I need a bra oh I don't have any black pants and really you guys I literally lived on like seven things in my wardrobe I don't know how I did but I did thank goodness I was a stylist before doing this work because I was like oh, I can mix that and match that and whatever I wasn't we don't go out because hello we got children young children so we just weren't like there was no need for us to buy clothes or do anything I wasn't getting sexed up and, and, and sexy I wasn't buying bras still using my fucking maternity bras and I'm like what am I doing like honestly what am I doing I don't feel good about this I keep saying I need this or I should get that and I'm not doing it so something shifted where I started going to the gym and I realized that I couldn't train with my husband because although it was his gym and he's literally the best rehab postnatal trainer that I've ever met in my life it was too hard to train with him so I would talk shit with him me and him would talk we wouldn't we wouldn't we would talk business you know talk about the kids we weren't doing proper training so he put me onto one of his trainers which I pay to work out with him Alex he's been amazing and I just listen to him I follow what he tells me he touches base base with my husband to make sure that for my back and my accident and all my stuff you know that that I'm doing the right stuff and training with Alex I lost like I don't know seven kilos I dropped like eight percent body fat heaps of centimeters off my body inches off my body and I started feeling better oh guess what happened y'all I started feeling better so I start and I started looking better to myself so I was like oh I'm gonna buy them jeans oh I'm gonna try this on like shit wasn't fitting me I had to get clothes and then I was like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this to my hair and then my girlfriend and my other friends that are like sexy ass looking amazing just because it's a Monday and they want to look amazing not because there's a special occasion and I remember my coach, first coach and soul sister said to me, fuck the special occasion. Your life is a special occasion. The fact that you're alive is a special occasion. It's so true. We wait, we wait to wear these outfits and shoes and fancy this and that until we go to a ball or a fucking dinner or a party or someone's wedding. It's like, fuck that. Your life, the fact that you're breathing and you're alive, that is a special occasion if there ever was one. So why not dress for that? Why not feel good in yourself and in your body and rock it? Why the fuck not? And let me tell you what's happened. Since I have lost weight, I have started to come out of my shell. So you may think, oh, because you lost weight, now your husband wants to be with you. No, here's what happened. I was cock blocking my own cock. <laughs> my husband's cock. I was cock blocking my relationship with my husband sexually because I was ashamed and I didn't feel good about my body. So I wasn't, I wouldn't realize when he would approach me and try to touch me and try to kiss me and like make a move that I was like pushing him away thinking he was disgusted by me. This is all bullshit in our heads, by the way, mothers. So I was not feeling sexy. So I was not pulling, like going towards him and I was not allowing myself to have that with my husband. Does that make sense? So what happened? So as soon as I started feeling better and losing weight, I'm like, hey. And he was like, oh, hey, I've been here. Where you been? He was like, I, I would have sex with you anyway. I'd be with you anyway. I love you. You're fine. We had a chat about it. He's like, it was you. You were the one that was feeling shit and frumpy and not wanting to do anything. I don't care if you look like this or you look like that. I love you. I want to have sex with you. I love you. You're my wife. Let's do this. Does that make sense? Like, it was a game changer for me because I couldn't blame my husband. I couldn't blame my partner. You know, we like to blame people as to why they're not, we don't feel good because we're fat and they think we're fat. It's like, no, you think you're fat. You don't think you're pretty enough. You have an issue with how you look and how you feel. And that issue that you have is affecting your relationship. Don't be blaming them. 
It's not them. It was never him, right? And I was like, shit, it was never him. It was me. This is ridiculous because I know better. Like, I know better. And he doesn't care. He loves you or she loves you. They just want to be with you. And I was creating this whole story that I was not good enough and I was fat and blah, blah, blah. So guess what happened? I started decking myself out and my girlfriends are like beautiful. They do their makeup. They wear cool shit. They're badass bitches. They just whatever. And I started really getting and following different accounts and going, I'm going to put that with that. I'm going to buy this cheetah print. I'm going to wear this feather thing. And um, my girlfriend Ange said to me that when you start getting into, there's like this theory that when you start getting into animal print, especially like cheetah, jaguar, snake, animal print is that the animalistic you is coming out and it's like a woman a fierce woman who's rising and like your power is coming into you so apparently that's what it means so hence why we are loving our fucking animal print at the moment women and wear it more if you love animal print rock that shit because it's like the beast you the animalistic amazing powerhouse you is coming out and so i have been loving it up i've been buying bras like beautiful bras because I have massive titties y'all like huge like my boobs are bigger than my baby's head and so I've been buying really beautiful bras nice underwear throwing away my fucking maternity underwear the other day I found one and I'm like why do I still have this <laughs> like why is this still in my house and so I threw it away and yeah just getting underwear buying the things I need now also I must say I am not a shopaholic I am not a buying kind of woman. I'm not a material person. If you are, awesome. My girlfriend loves Gucci and Prada and all, you know, Louis Vuitton. That's great. I'm not into that. I don't like name brand shit. I don't give a fuck. Like, it's not my thing. It's not my jam. Like, I would rather not buy something like that and spend the money on something else. But that's just my preference. So I just want to be clear when I tell you that I like to get decked out and buy shit and look nice. I like to buy shit that's made by good people. So I don't want to buy shit that's made by children in fucking some village because that's not my jam. But I'm not spending a shit ton of money on a bunch of clothes and shit I don't need. So I'm getting things that make me feel good because it's missing in my wardrobe. And I know my wardrobe. Like, I know what I have and I know what I don't have. So I'm like, I need those boots, black pants, bam. I got black pants, I'm done. So I have been, what I have been doing differently lately is I have been taking the time to get myself to think about myself. I'm like, what am I going to wear today? And I realized that I was living in active wear. <laughs> Mothers out there, we are the active wear crew, aren't we? Motherhood and active wear go together like coffee and milk. Don't play. We be in our active wear all the time. Now, Tuesdays and Thursdays, when I go to the gym, I, I have a training session and I see my clients. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just wear my active wear. It's cool to do that. I can wear it. It doesn't matter. I'll do my hair in a messy bun, put some lipstick, do my face in the car. Bam, done. Here's the thing. I'm still feeling a bit frumpalicious. I don't feel sexy like I'm going to go out and meet my clients and it's my day. I'm working. I don't feel like I'm working. And when you work from home, y'all that work from home, you know what I'm talking about. You could work from home in your pajamas. You don't feel like a boss bitch. <laughs> you do not feel like an executive or the CEO of your company. You feel like a fucking lazy ass bystander that's just like having breakfast on the couch trying to do emails and send invoices and it's just not sexy and so everything is about your intention and how you look how you feel how you how you create and, and I'm creating my business so I'm like nah I'm gonna deck myself out and one day to work where I see I was seeing a client I did my hair it was a quick thing right because I still got kids and I have to drop off I did my hair I got the night before I picked out my outfit which I used to do a lot as a stylist pick out what I was gonna wear for the week and I had it hanging with all the jewelry and accessories boom and in the morning but I got dressed bam let's go kids drop them off 
did my makeup in the car because that's what I do. I love doing my makeup in the car safely, obviously. The lighting is the best and it's like at the red light, I'm not wasting time. So here I am looking amazing. I go to work and my husband's like, oh, hi. Wow. How, where are you going? I'm like, I'm nowhere. I'm going to life. <laughs> like I've got a client and I want it to be good. And he's like, wow, you look beautiful. I'm like, thanks. And I felt fucking fabulous. I felt fabulous. I looked fabulous. My husband was like, damn. Everyone's like, oh, hey, hey. And you know how I know that I used to be so frumpalicious is that everybody for the week after I did that, like as in the week I started doing that, everyone's like, wow, you look really good. Where are you going? Wow, you look amazing. Wow, you lost a lot of weight. And I'm like, hmm, that must mean like, hey, a week ago, you looked like shit all the time. What's, what's going on now? You know? So it was really empowering. And then now I'll go to op shops or I'll be out somewhere and see some snake skin something. And I'm like, mm-hmm, I'm going to wear that. Like I did a Mother's Day event, uh, a masterclass, and I was looking for something to wear. And there's a store here in Australia called Bardot. And it's a bit young, but like some of their shit's cute. And they had this beautiful dress. It was gorgeous, but it, it was like red and had blue flowers. But it was, it was actually really beautiful and feminine. And I obviously can use stepping into my feminine because I'm very masculine in my energy. And I was like, oh, that's beautiful. I tried it on hot. Like it was fucking hot. But it was like good girl hot. Does that make sense? Like I felt like a good girl. Um, my husband would have loved it. But I didn't feel powerful. I didn't feel strong. I didn't feel any of that. And I know I'm powerful and strong. But I was hosting an event for mothers on Mother's Day. My masterclass. Which is not about just mothers. But it was like I want to empower these fucking mothers. To be more than just mothers. You know? And I was like this is not. I'm not empowered by this right now. So I left it. Thank God I didn't buy it. And I went to this other store called Chic. And this full snake skin, long sleeve, cut open back, kind of like half turtleneck, really tight, stretchy material. Spanx went really well under this, let me tell you what. And it was like past my knee and it was fucking hotness. And I wore that dress and I was like, that is the dress. Like that, is, like that, right? So for me, I'm like, I want to find shit that's making me feel good. And when I don't have it, I'll get it. But I'm not obsessed with shopping and buying a million things. So our sex life has improved dramatically. Not because I'm skinnier or prettier. My husband didn't give a fuck. It's because I feel prettier. I feel like I want to go, hey, how are you? Hey, let's do this. I am approaching him. I am more sexy to myself. I want to fuck myself. So of course, that's what I'm putting out there. Does that make sense? I think we need to take that um, power back. The fact that we actually want to feel better and the fact that we've been the ones that aren't feeling good. That's really what's been going on. It's not that people don't like us or that we don't look good. It's that we haven't liked ourselves. We haven't looked good to ourselves. And when that shit changes, everything will change. Everything will change for you. So if you are there right now where you're like, man, I'm so frumpy. I'm living in active wear. I challenge you in the morning to pick out something that you like. If you don't like anything, make a list of what you need. What do you need to feel better? I need some black pants. I need some ankle boots. I need a, a white t-shirt or a slogan t-shirt. My merchandise is coming, y'all. Oh my God, by the way, it's the fucking coolest shit. I got a bunch of cool different shirts made and they're coming. It's going to be a little while, but it is happening. You know, like something. Can you put on a bright lip? Yeah, I know you got to pick up your kids. Yeah, I know it's mom fucking duties. But can you do something that makes you feel good? Yes, you can. And I challenge you to go do that because it will make all the difference for you. Like all the difference. It's, it's 
it's crazy and just check in where you are the one that doesn't feel good and the minute that you shift your own energy because it's never someone else never is it someone else it's always us so when you shift your own energy everything around you will change and I literally feel like I have a sexy aura now like I feel like my aura like what I put out my essence is like hi boom like oh man it's great i love looking in the mirror i'm like hello hey sexy lady because i am doing it for myself right and there's it's so empowering because it's you no one else not me not anybody telling you you're doing it and you find your way now this could look very different for you it doesn't have to be makeup and you know high heels it could be another thing it could be you being more in tune with your nature it could be you being naked more it could be whatever it is for you everybody's got a different style there's no one way to do it but what my invitation is is do something for you that makes you feel sexy and desirable to yourself because when you feel sexy and desirable to yourself that's when others will feel it that's when everything will shift that's when your relationship will get better that's when you will feel better about yourself and you'll be sexy to yourself and that's the most important thing whether you're single or in a relationship if you love yourself and are feeling sexy about yourself like fuck that's all you need that's it and it will change everything because that's how your mood your vibe your your reality how you see the world your your physiology everything shifts it shifts when you feel like you look good try to look depressed when you feel like you look good try to like slouch you don't you sit up straight and you look at yourself in the mirror in the red light and you're like hey what up sexy bitch you know what i'm saying you feel better and if you're not there yet it's cool it's okay this is your way to get to there. If you're in the middle of the fucking pits of motherhood, I high five you, girl. I see you. I hear you. I feel you. I see you. It's fucking shit. But it will get better. But you need to be in that right now. And then it'll get better. And then you can tell another mother, hey, don't worry. It's normal. It's normal where you are. It'll change. We never had sex, me and my husband. And now we're having sex. Okay, cool. We're having this thing that we've decided. Uh, we put our kids in childcare. I told you guys, I'm so fucking excited. And now we're gonna, I'm like addicted to childcare. It's like when you get, people say when you get a tattoo, you get addicted. I'm like, I'm addicted to putting my kids in childcare. Can we add another day? Can we add another day? <laughs> so they're in for, uh, my baby's in twice a week. And my son, my four-year-old is in three times a week. So I'm like, can we get the baby also on Friday? Because then we'll have no kids on Friday. And Friday, my husband doesn't work and I don't work. Or he works really early in the morning and then he's home by like 9 a.m. So I'm not working. He's not working. Mm, what can we do all day on a Friday? So we decided to call it like fuck fest and finances Friday. Something like that. The name keeps changing. Something about fucking and finances. That's for sure. And so we use Fridays for like my business and what we're going to do to go to the next level with the queen of confidence and what we need because he's now half uh, owner of my business. He's like the CEO of my business. He's amazing, by the way, at business. He is amazing. He's literally the best business partner I could ever have in the world because he's so smart about business and he's went to school for marketing and he knows what he's doing. So he's actually really great in my business. So we talk about the business. We talk about our finances, what we're going to do. We have a weekly meeting and then we just have sex as long as we want to. We cuddle in our bed. We have showers together. And I'm like, hey, there's no fucking kids here right now. And we can lay in our bed and just look at the ceiling and be like, oh my God we don't have children and it is the best thing ever so even if you just did something like that like it changes the game so i love you mamas out there parents out there if you're not a parent and you're listening to this this is what you can look forward to <laughs> um it's hard it is the hardest thing in the world because it challenges your fucking ego to the extreme but it is so fucking amazing to be a parent. And I am so blessed that my children chose me and my husband. Holy hell. Anyway, have a beautiful day. I love you lots. 
and I will speak to you soon. Oh, sorry, I have to tell you. I have to tell you this. This was really great and this is from another mama. So I met a beautiful woman at the shopping center yesterday named Dale. I should have told you this in the beginning because it was fucking hilarious. So I posted about it on my Instagram stories. So I was in the shopping center with my mother-in-law because she doesn't watch our kids now and I feel like she misses them. So I don't want her to feel bad and get depressed. So I call her and I'm like, do you want to hang out with us? She lives further away, but I go off and we just hang out, go to op shops, take her out, whatever. So she's with the kids and with me. So we went to the shopping center and my son, for whatever reason, he was like, I want ice cream. And I'm like, you know what? It's 1045 in the morning. You've had your breakfast. Why not get you some ice cream? Fucking stupid idea. Mothers don't do that shit. So I'm like, all right, let's get ice cream. So he went and got ice cream, which is sugar. And he doesn't really have a lot of sugar because he's quick, quick like me. And <clears throat> he was not happy. They gave him a lot. Like, I'm like, lady, it's 1040. I know this is irresponsible of me, but come on. Could you have given him a little bit less? So we're trying to give the baby some of his ice cream. Because now we want to have two kids have ice cream at 1040 in the morning. I don't know why. And he fucking lost it, you guys. Like, I went to scoop a little bit out and he lost his mind. Now, my husband would have said, babe, he's just tired. Relax. Like, he's just tired. But my husband wasn't there. So my ego took over and was like, and anyway, I started yelling at him a la Puerto Rican style in the middle of Knox shopping center. And he was actually losing his shit, like out of control. And I'm like, fuck this. We got to get our shit. Let's get out of here. Take away the coffee. We took the coffee cups. Can we have that takeaway? Thank you. Raven, Raven, like screaming, losing my shit. I was so angry and totally left my body. My ego took over, which y'all know anger is my thing. And it's horrible. And I was just like, fucking kid. And I grabbed him and I'm like, listen, we're going to go now. I'm not going to give you this ice cream, blah, 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 blah making a scene basically but you know i don't care what people think about me so i'm doing my thing i'm like if you want to stare fuck you kids are hard work so i start walking my mother-in-law's like calm down i'm like i'm gonna fucking kill this kid like literally i could beat his ass in public that's how i felt i didn't but that's how i felt and this woman i'm walking and she's like excuse me and i'm like oh fuck it's like the police or something like child services <laughs> and i turned around and i was like uh yeah and then she was like are you the queen of confidence and i was just like um yes yes i am <laughs> and i literally just was like girl i thought you were like social services i was about to beat my fucking kid he was just having a meltdown holy shit and she's laughing and she's like i've got kids too i've got them in child care so i could have an extra hour just to walk around these shops and have my coffee and i'm like girl you feel me oh my god and she's like your podcast has changed my life and blah. and i was just like oh thank you like i feel like she was an angel first of all it was super cool to be recognized i'm not gonna lie i felt kind of like oh my god who the fuck am i but I, I also really uh felt really humbled and excited and it was hilarious because right after i was just an evil mother like someone's like are you the good confidence hey <laughs> so first of all that was cool the second of all she was like an angel sent to me like a godsend because she broke my state i was angry i was pissed off and she broke it it was like she came to distract me from my fucking ego and put me back into my soft compassionate self which I really, truly am. And I'm like, you know what? Thank God for this woman. And I said, thank you so much. You made my day. Like she made my day. And I wasn't as angry as my child. You know, like it changes. It changed my rut. It changed. I shifted. So um, I just wanted to tell you that because it was hilarious. And I posted about it on my stories because you know me, I like to keep it real. Like I'm about to beat my child in the shopping center. And someone's like, are you the queen of confidence? <laughs> 
Oh, man. I, I don't have my shit sorted with motherhood, you guys, at all. Like, I can't even tell you how to do it. Like, I could tell you about confidence, but not motherhood. It's full on. So, I love you, and I cannot wait to see you in the next episode. Also, sorry, far out. This is the longest episode ever. The online group coaching sisterhood program is coming. Everybody's asking me when. I am hoping at the end of July or the beginning of August. But here's the biggest thing I want to tell you. I am going to create a, a form on my website that will take your name and email. Because when I submit it for early bird, early bird's going to be stupid, ridiculously affordable, like out of control, ridiculous. Like I should not do this price point, but I'm going to do it because I want to shock my system. And I really, really, really want to reward those of you who want to do the damn work. And those of you that action and do it first are going to get hooked the fuck up. So podcast listeners, you will be the first to know. I will let you know when that's going to go live. And um, just stay tuned on the website because I'm going to have a form so you can submit your details. So at least when it is happening, you will get a warning and you will know about it if you want to know about it. So it's my online, um, it's going to be the Sisterhood Online Global Program, which is going to be so sick. And then I'm going to do a world tour, go to the UK, go to America, go to a few other places and visit the sisters overseas. It's going to be great. So yeah, I love you guys. Thank you. A massive shout out to my sisterhood women here in Melbourne. You guys inspire the fuck out of me. You're doing the work. This weekend I have a, um, a full day, immersive day with my sisterhood women. And it's going to be actually amazing to see them all. There's 46 of us right now. Uh, there's going to be 47 because a woman's about to join right now because she just messaged me. So 47 women. Holy hell. We are changing the world, ladies. I love you so much. I love you, love you, love you. I can't wait to see you on Sunday. Have a gorgeous day. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your time, your ears, your support, your love, your questions. Please connect. You can head over to Instagram at the Queen of Confidence or Facebook at the Queen of Confidence and hit me up. Or if you're not on Facebook or Instagram, email me, yo. My email is erica at thequeenofconfidence.com. I cannot wait to hear from you. I thank you. I love you. This podcast is for you. Go out there and be great, y'all.